0: Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Jones Chronicles. This is volume 16. What did we learn this week? Every day, apparently, 25 species go extinct. apparently a lot of people believe in simulation theory which means that we are basically harry truman in the truman show is his name harry truman or is that just a u.s president i'm pretty sure that's just a u.s president but i do know the truman show was a real thing and that's what people around the world truly believe and this is what happens when you're in backwater places where you ain't got a lot to do and the internet is your life and you just join these forums. But they think that they have found credible evidence like planes freezing to show that there are uh what is it? glitches in the matrix and we are being watched by another species played out the thing of it is why would anyone want to watch us fuck eat and shit because that is primarily what we do do we want to sit and watch ants no we don't want to watch ants why because they're boring as hell right as i say that i realize national geographic is a thing that people do so (laughs) so maybe we are the reality tv to other aliens in the universe they click on the tv and watch us like look at these motherfuckers thinking they doing something putting a spacecraft up there Ha <laughs> i don't even know how to uh morph time jump space millennia, and galaxies into a black hole and repurpose it what i'm trying to say is we are still low on the totem pole and we know what happens to those lowest on the totem pole So stop acting as if these theories, if proven correctly, is going to put us in anything other than a demeaning and deflating light. Men have relationships with their cock that women just don't have with our vagina. You know, it's more like a maintenance thing. But men just, they romanticize their penis as if it is a certain extension of their actual personality. It's amazing to see. In other news, I found some George Carlin. He um, did the Sanctuary of Life. And he's a comedian who has unfortunately passed away. But he was a philosophical genius. I think there are quite a few philosophical genius comedians that don't... Well, I do feel they do get the credit. They deserve. Bill Burr, George Carlin, Dave Chappelle. Those three for me are philosophical geniuses when it comes to talking about things. I mean, they're people like me, right? Who see life in a certain way that is comical to everyone... Who sees it in that way. But it pisses everyone else around them off. (laughs) My favorite. Line from George Carlin's special. Is I used to believe. In religion. Until the age of reason. If you have not checked him out. Do yourself a favor. He's got some YouTube clips. Uh, He's great. Snoop. We gotta have a talk. Because I cannot say it with my booty facebook dating is not something i can subscribe to because i'm so woke to all clear and present dangers you know don't give uncle sam a reason <laughs> Which leads to some random chatter. So, my sister changed her whole damn name. I looked on, you know, Facebook. And I couldn't find her. I'm like, where is Britney? Because I wanted to send her a message. And she changed her name to some, i how do you think your mother feels? Or, you know, anyone who may have known you. <laughs> with you deciding you know you christened me but you don't get that right i now have that right and i have shat all over your previous this is not the first time she changed her name and her first daughter's name is royal so it's a good thing she did at least ask for second and third opinions regarding the the next two who are biracial like well two are biracial and then one she went back to Africa, cause that's what she really wanted to do. Gotta take life to me away from you. But it is a, it is a little bit of a um, challenge sometimes dealing with a biracial daughter. Because they have moments where they're constantly Caucasian.
1: You're fucking a white male! You're a white man!
0: 40 motherfucking degrees outside. I'm like, where's she coat? I don't need a coat. I'm not cold. I'm not cold. I got these short sleeves on. Loves ramen like it's somehow not the ghetto food of America when you ain't got no money and you're forced to eat that shit. Eating pancakes without no syrup. Just want some butter on them.
1: Split explain
0: to me things that are more on her daddy's side than on our side but then she cracks me up because she like they don't know how to season their food <laughs> <laughs> i said girl you need to put a bottle of that 98 cent hot sauce red hot in your purse and keep it with you at all times so she does get the best of both worlds why do people feel that they need to listen to music blasted like I listen to music and I always have my headphones on, and I know that Shy's one of their your children were listening to music because I heard it on some feedback, and he was like, "Yeah, they always listen to music up loud." Why? Why do kids just turn to teenagers and like, yeah? Now I need to blast my beats. Is it an expression of everybody needs to see what I'm doing right now? Luckily, she's not an insane selfie person, but she does put a lot of weird pictures on my phone. Of just random shit. I'm like. Why is there so many Korean animated boys on here? People are going to think I have a fetish. Why do people hate being alone? Why do they fear being alone? I would rather be alone than unhappy. I would rather be alone than having to deal with someone else. That causes me nothing but anxiety. And annoyance. And yet so many people fear being alone. And I'm not sure why that is. (laughs) Maybe I need to start doing some research into it. I think that black people may not be ready for our own story. Because I see a lot of push for... Yeah, they never tell us their own story they never tell us their own story and i'm like yeah don't just get hyped up on the part when we were kings and queens because our own story is full of a lot of civil war (laughs) that seems to be the tale older than time is people put together they must fight and i don't think that they're ready to because if you have another person to blame you don't want <laughs> you know you gotta martyr yourself you don't want to have that uncomfortable well you know kings were selling your asses too we want the triumphs and not the uh, the disasters but there were a lot of triumphs we can start there <laughs> but if you were really pushing for our story just know it's not always roses and sunshine. We do have feedback this week, but before I jump into starting with Mimi and how she now has um, four boys, she's now the mom of four children, Uh, that sounds like something I'm really hoping does not happen to me with these other two children uh, that my mom is currently raising because I cannot. I just, I can't. (laughs) <laughs> i don't have it in me to do but uh let me tell you about my monday fiasco why my apartments towed my car from my apartment t- parking lot talking about they was doing some work and it was so badly mis. Miscommun- they sent an email out on sunday sunday to my work email that at 8 a.m that morning they was going to be doing work. I pulled in my parking lot at 8 a.m., ain't nobody there. I didn't get the email, of course, because I don't log into my computer on Monday until 9.30 a.m. So I came back after dropping my daughter off, I parked my car and then I went out to pick up my daughter and my car was gone. And I saw that they were paving the parking lot. Granted, there was a parking lot across the street. They also were paving. And that's the one that they actually referenced in the letter that they sent out. Not mine. So then I'm freaking out because my daughter is just standing at the end of the corner. And no one has a phone (laughs) that they answer when there's an emergency. I finally got a hold of my dad and he was able to pick her up. But I was beyond heated and they must have known because they didn't there was no courtesy call there was they could have knocked on my door anything my mom had to hit me to the fact that this is a common scam that happens i didn't know about it being a common scam particularly around this area so worse I had to pay a hundred and eighty-five dollars to get my car out the same day. Fuck it
2: all, fuck it off, don't give a shit anymore. Fuck
1: it off, fuck it off. Flip the table, screw you
0: all. Guess where that money coming out of? That was the light to finally put my leases up in November. Lord Jesus, my lease is up in November. And I am out this bitch. I got to deal with people bouncing around. This is like the worst. And this is a testament too to my patience. And how much someone could push before I give in and i'm pissed enough to do something to move me out of we just we take so much introverts and we should i should have been moved out of this apartment (laughs) i should have been moved out but it was comfortable i worked from home i've been grinding my teeth through it finding ways to cope but i'm done i'm done i picked up my vehicle this dude ain't got no fucking teeth (laughs) I didn't know whether to blame it on meth or if his parents really just didn't think to introduce him to a toothbrush at any point in his childhood. So I finally get home and I have to park on the street. And I'm looking around, looking at the signs, making sure I ain't blocking no doorways or or driveways. And I park my car and this lady is just sitting in her screen door, just watching me, just staring dead at me. Little white lady. So I looked back at her and I said, Fuck you. Fuck the plane you flew in on. Fuck them shoes.
1: Fuck the socks with the bell on it. Fuck them cheap ass cigars. Fuck your yuck mouth teeth. Fuck your hairpiece. Fuck your chocolate. Fuck Guy Ritchie. Fuck Prince William. Fuck
0: the queen. This is America. Then you know she still stared at me as I walked down the street. I know her ass was probably on the uh, phone to the police. And I'm like, um i'm sorry ma'am you live down the street from negroes you're gonna have to deal with the fact that (laughs) negroes are parking on the street oh parma so racist i don't run into it very often but it's definitely an undertone if you go in certain streets and then you have the people living right at the edge that still thought it was a suburb i do not love ohio i want to move somewhere like colorado you know i can working from home i could be anywhere that's gonna be in my bucket list i want to move to england but the, the the dream doesn't seem to be happening until retirement or i get married and right now i just want to get married to a man who's already married daniel oh man oh he's so luscious Hi. I subscribed to his Instagram page and I'm like, oh, ooey, ooey, gooey in my pooey. Let's jump into some feedback.
2: It's Mimi. I am actually sending in some Jones Chronicles information because I just came to the realization that instead of having one son, now I fucking have four. So I'm going to explain to you how this shit happened and why I feel the obligation to have more. To basically have more kids, even though they did not come out of my vagina. So I'm going to give you the condensed version because it's a lot. um, And it's going to take a lot to explain. So I'm going to try to shorten it as much as possible. So basically, um, in July, it was apparently it happened like right when I was driving back towards um, Illinois from Washington. My first travel assignment, um, Washington State. So it was a pretty long, it was like a 20 a 20 hour drive and Darren flew Derek and Darren flew to Washington so that we could all drive back together cuz I had my car um and my sister Angel didn't know when we were coming back and she said she didn't want to bother me so basically what happened was um her dad is my is not the same dad that I have my mom remarried in um, I guess 1988, I don't remember, but we were living with my dad at the time and she went off and found another man and she came to pick us up for, like it was supposed to be the summer, but she didn't even end up coming to get us till like a year later. And when we, uh, no, it was probably like maybe two years, a year and a half, I don't remember. But when she finally picked us up, we had a little sister. (laughs) So we had a stepfather and he's been my stepfather since I was five. So basically, for most of my developmental years, he was my dad. Um, he's shitty, just like my mom, but that's neither here nor there. So, actually, it is going to be important towards the end of this <laughs> this little rant that I have. So, she said that he called her, and she doesn't remember exactly what it was. Oh no, 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 no! He called my little brother. That's that's his son, and my sis- little sister is his daughter. So. basically he had a stroke i don't know he called and it was just like some incoherent but he happened to be in illinois he moved to georgia after him and my mom separated so he called her he called him and then they searched all over the place and finally found out where he was turned out he had a stroke he's a truck driver so he was in his truck when it happened and lo and behold he had his three sons in there Now you mean like, what do you mean his three sons? So I guess after my mom and him split up, he was a slut and he, my mom is a hot mess. And I kind of, now that I like know how he is and the no, I know like from all the education that I have, he probably made her to what she is. Cause I remember her not being like this when I was young enough to remember like four, five, but basically he and his baby mama, who apparently is younger than me, I, she's in her 30s, I don't fucking know her exact age, but she is around the same age as my little sister. My little sister was born in 1988. So apparently they broke up and he took his three sons with him. He has, uh, the oldest is James, he's just, he's 11 now. The middle is Jeremiah, he's 10, he just turned 10, he's the same age as Derek and then there's the youngest his name's egypt and he literally had a birthday like four days ago so he's eight so 11 10 and eight so basically what was happening at this time they were found dirty um they were in the truck not living they didn't have a house and even in georgia apparently they were living in a motel so you know, legally they're homeless. So basically they were going to, um, once he was medically stable, he was going to be charged with neglect and the boys are going to be taken from him. Um, my sister, they have the same name as the boys. So she was like, you know, let me take them. Otherwise they were going to be split up. And we were like, she was like, you know, I don't want them to be split up. They were going to be split up either in foster care or split up because, all of his family was willing to help out but they didn't want to take all three boys because that's too much so by the time I found out about all this she had already decided that she was gonna she was gonna take the boys so my sister is in she has I don't know if I told you this but when I found out I was pregnant she was pregnant too so she's i don't know what seven and a half months pregnant now and she has my nephew who will be two in november so basically her and her baby daddy aren't having aren't doing well together it's a long complicated story and i'm not about airing her business on throughout the world i don't know who listens to your podcast i didn't care about putting my brother's business out there because he's a dick but i'm not going to air out her dirty laundry but basically right now she was too overwhelmed with everything. So she quit school and she had to stop working. So basically she doesn't have any money. And she's like, well, I have a credit card. And I'm like, girl, you cannot use a credit card to buy stuff if you don't have the money or the income to pay it back because that's not what a credit card is for. That's probably what black people think a credit card is for because we didn't learn no better throughout our history and lives but I'm not gonna let you just put shit on a credit card just because the availability is there and you have no way of paying it back or maybe hope one day maybe when you get your tax return you can pay it you know that's not what's gonna happen so I was like it's fine I I will do it so basically that's how I ended up with three three extra boys because of course Derek freaking loves them so they're always at my house always eating my damn food they bad as hell and you know my stepfather was a shitty ass father to begin with why he thinks he can have more kids i will never fucking know and the more i look at him these kids i'm like i don't understand why you would do this again you weren't good at it the first time you were fucking shitty look at your son your son acts just like you he's fucking trash and now you got three other boys and they're so sexist and like they say racist stuff and we i have to sit there and correct them and it's like they don't live with me, but basically whenever like Derek wants to hang out with them, I'm not gonna like I'm not gonna take Derek out to somewhere and just not, you know, include them. Even Halloween, I told Derek how I wanted to take him to Fright Fest, which is basically like going to Six Flags, but it's like a Halloween themed thing, like type thing. So he was like oh can the boys come so it's not like i can just take one of them i gotta take all of them so that's three extra kids we went to the pumpkin patch last weekend and it cost $20 a person i had to pay $20 for three kids that ain't even mine and they were bad as hell and The one youngest one is a fucking dickhead and he's so ungrateful. Like you do something like you'll make him dinner and he'll be like, this is good, but it would taste better if you did this. First of all, you little asshole, how you know what will taste better? You're not going to tell me your daddy cook. Remember, I knew him before you did and I know him longer than you. And he's a piece of shit. He, he used to be a chef, but those days are long gone. They were long gone when I was still in high school. I remember there was a time in high school where that motherfucker cooked buffalo wings for like three months straight and I that's not an exaggeration I am dead ass serious I still to this day don't understand why but I can't eat buffalo wings I don't even like the fucking smell so like I said I don't know why he felt like he could have more kids I'll never understand but I just I'm stuck with these motherfuckers now I just had I just went online to buy Derek a. New hoodie because the one he fucking loves is clearly too small and he don't understand that when you when when the wrist yo when there's like six inches of your wrist showing when you move that motherfucker's too small and my son is skinny so a lot of things that are too short for him or like don't don't like lengthwise don't fit anymore he can still get in them because he's slim but he just don't understand (laughs) and like even buying clothes and stuff like that he'll the the boys will spend the night in my house and my fucking stepfather won't even like like he'll be like uh here's their bag their phone's in there did you pack clothes no what kind of what kind of shitty ass parent drops their boys off to spend a night at somebody's house and don't bring clothes the boys don't even know how to brush their teeth and i can tell by looking at them that their teeth are bad. That's one of the things that I learned that's not normal is going to the dentist when you're younger. We never went. I When I tell you we never went to the dentist, we never went to the dentist. It wasn't until I was a grown woman and I had all these cavities and I had to get all my teeth pulled. I have a whole side of one of my mouth that's fake teeth. I have a bridge. I have feelings like the other side. I got to get implants in because I don't have any teeth there that because i had to get them removed because getting them removed was cheaper than getting them fixed because it was so bad that's shitty ass parenting like my son goes to the dentist all the time my son goes to checkups and i don't know if they they act like that's not a black thing you know people act like that's weird but that's normal not going to the dentist until you're 19 that's not normal like that's abnormal but now like i know my son's school had like a dentist program that would come to the school and check teeth they didn't do that where when i was younger and i don't know if that was just the area we lived in or that's not a program they had but when i tell you he's a shitty ass parent he's a shitty ass parent and i guess it says something that at least he didn't like he like their mom legit don't want them at all like their mom made it clear she don't want them my i've never met her i, I just know her name my little brother says that she seems like she might be. Like a little slow, like, like Forrest Gump, if you will. I've never met her, so I don't know. But I know that my sister tried to call her when he first, when my stepfather first had a stroke, you know, to see if maybe he could, they could send him back, send the boys back to her. But she legit was like, apparently she has other kids and she was like, my kids are with me. He's like, no, your other kids. And she named them. She was like, no, I don't want them. That's basically what she said. And I don't know if the boys know that, but like it's clear they got mommy issues and they they gonna have daddy issues when they get old enough to realize that their daddy's trash, but right now they don't. <laughs> they think he's great. And they're so sexist, they'll be like they'll say something like, um, they'll be like, Oh, Angel, that's my little sister Angel. Is Zach coming? I wish he was here. Like that motherfucker don't even like y'all. And then they'll look at Derek like, Derek, is your dad coming? It's like what the fuck are we chopped liver? I literally just paid $120 to get us all in this damn pumpkin patch and all you're going to talk about is the men. Like my Darren doesn't have a problem with them and they respond very well to him. Of course he's around them when they're at our house, but her baby daddy hurt. He ain't her fiance no more. He hates them. Like when I tell you he's he's an asshole, but he's one of those quiet assholes. Like he doesn't say anything to them but he'll say something to Angel like he that's to me that's the worst kind of asshole I'd rather you just be an asshole in my face but anyway it's just it's a whole thing and and like every time I go to like buy something I'll have to like be like what what triggered this whole thing was I had to buy Derek and I think I was starting to say this y'all know how my mind works but I was trying to buy Derek a new sweater because the one he has was too small but he's really particular They have to, it has to be a zip hoodie and it has to be thick because he likes to wear them as a jacket for as long as possible. Um, so the ones at the the stores, I couldn't, like I bought him one, but I don't think he's going to wear it. Lucky for me. Now I have other boys that I can give it to, so I have to take it back. But, um, when I popped, when I went on the website, they have puffer jackets that are 20 bucks and normally they're fifty. So I was like, oh crap, this is great. I was like, Angel, these jackets are on sale. Do you want me to get the boys one? That was the first thing I thought about. So instead of buying one for 20 bucks, like I normally would, because I have one child, I just bought four, because apparently now I have four kids. And it's a hot ass mess. I guess it came at a good time. I I am making more money now, so that's appreciative, but... I just, my mind is blown, and I and I just can't fathom, like, this is terrible, <laughs> and then when they're at my house, like, they all give me a headache, they just run around, they don't listen, they make a mess, and I, I have to remind them, like, y'all, I am not your maid, like clean up and my little sister says that at their the house that they or the apartment that they're staying in um because he moved close to us because that was the only way for them to actually release the kids to him is for angel to take guardianship at the moment um and to be like the child care provider or whatever for the state she says it's disgusting i don't want to i i've had no interest in being around that man since i moved out of the house him and my mom together were was the most toxic relationship i've ever seen in my life it's worse than on tv i remember the time i decided to move out my mom would make me pay rent she made me pay rent after i graduated from high school nobody else had to do that apparently except me and i remember thinking like well if You know, if I have to pay rent, I might as well get an apartment. But I remember what lit a fire in me is one day they were fighting, and my mom was super drunk. They were fighting, and Angel came down. She came and ran. She got me, and she was like, "Can you please stop, mom? She's trying to stab dad." And I was like, "What do you mean she's trying to stab him?" I go up there. Her little short ass literally has a knife, and she's like trying to stab him, and he's like, "You crazy? You need to get away from me." So I get in the middle, and I'm like mama you need to stop this is ridiculous whatever he did cannot be that serious and you know this bitch had the audacity to like wave the knife at me she was like well then fine I'll cut you then bitch and she like sliced at the air and she literally cut my arm and I'm looking at my arm bleed and I'm not in pain because it's a superficial cut but it's just are you fucking kidding me is this really my life right now and I I remember after it was over I put it like I cleaned my arm up I guess you know her really cutting me and drawing blood sobered her dumb ass up and she took her stupid ass upstairs and started crying yeah cry away the tears because you're a fucking terrible parent that's fine whatever to get you away from me but I remember telling Angel like I gotta go and I don't ever want to be around these motherfuckers ever again and that was the like I remember packing my shit and being like I need to find a place and I remember because my credit was so shitty because my mom was putting stuff in my name before I knew that I had to pay first and two no last month's rent and two first and second month's rent in order to get the apartment because I didn't have any credit that was good but I did it because I had to get the hell out of there and I have no desire of ever allowing that man to ever live in my house again or to be anywhere near him so the fact that this is happening is just <laughs> utterly ridiculous you just never know how your life is gonna be <sighs> oh my god I've talked to her a lot so I'm gonna end it here um I just thought i let this out you you can edit this you can cut it because it is kind of long but i just wanted to get this off my chest and just send something to that you can talk about on saturday um you probably ain't got nothing close to this but you know use it however you want uh, until next time love peace hair grease and black girl magic queen of the couch mimi out
0: that was mimi sharing her woes of the week girl you giving me a complex because i I'm starting to go through a similar situation, and my mom just told me today, like, look, I'm going to need your help in November, and I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> Unfortunately, my aunt has uh, recently was diagnosed with breast cancer, um, so my mom is going to, she just wants to be there for her, and I can understand that someday she pitches me off on how she communicates um but they've had a lot of loss recently my mom lost or well, they lost their their uh brother and uh her mother lost her husband and then she lost uh kind of like a son to her and my cousin so she has ptsd that she won't get help for that's the thing that I really can't stand is people with problems refusing to do anything to help themselves. It's just, I, I don't like that. Uh, but you brought up some some interesting things uh, in your story, which made me, chack, you know, cackle, not chackle. Uh, one, having a stroke in a car with your kids has to be all time worse things to happen. But why is it that men love being uh, love popping up kids but don't like to be fathers. I don't... Lay men used to be better. They used to care. Maybe not Caucasian men. <laughs> that never seemed to be their primary role. I'm not... Yeah, don't, don't at me. Go back in your history lessons and you'll see. Yeah. They were not nurturers. Kids were just accessories. Or tools for business purposes. That was a great deal of it. The whole caring about your kid thing it wasn't everyone not to say there weren't outliers but i feel as if black men used to care a lot more about their families and then they just kind of went americanized (laughs) or got americanized (laughs) um but yeah that's that's a problem in our community is black men don't like to be fathers and they, they just love sticking their in. but women stop letting them in you know these men aren't going to be there for your children so why <sighs> you have all the capability of protecting yourself as well so them being irresponsible does not mean you should be my sister the same way on her fucking third kid still running around putting dicks in her with no damn birth control like jesus christ that hard it's not hard um then it comes back to another thing i was thinking about as i was in the barbie aisle. yeah because i was getting one for i was gonna get one for my uh, little niece and then i said no i'm <laughs> not getting this damn barbie doll i have an issue with that like if you go down the the girls aisles everything is about baking cooking cleaning babies taking care of other babies I like can feed them. They shit. They piss. Like what? The, what is this? We're pre. I'm like mommy. No, don't be like mommy. Don't pop out this baby until you got a full damn career. <laughs> Why is that so prevalent that we're teaching children just to be parents? You go down that girl. How many play? Uh, how many times see doctors or lawyers? None. All of that shit is geared towards popping out a baby and you wonder why um all these teen pregnancies are on the rise uh and yes we do need to teach our black men and women little girls and boys how to use money because we don't know how to do it when we get it we blow it it's just because we ain't used to having it so when we get it it's like a it's like a prize you can't stay in our pockets. Even to this day, i it's a struggle. I'm so much better than I was the year before and the year before that I get better. <laughs> but man, a savings account? What's that? We believe in the here in the now. We ain't trying to talk about the future. It's one thing we could do better. <laughs> but as I stated, that really is a cultural thing because... Black parents are cheap and selfish. When they get money, they don't even think to, like, when I grew up, they didn't think to spend it on their children other than the necessities. Now my mom goes into spoiling mode. Like, why did I spend $70? Why did you spend $70 on them? They didn't earn it. They didn't do anything. (laughs) She went polar opposite in, in the latter years because she feels so bad for them not having parents. I'm like, that's not your problem. That is not your problem or your fault that is those are other people's uh things they got to deal with you can't make that shit up for them you ain't gonna be able to fix it all you can do is love them and they already it's the it's not the youngest it's the 12 year old he's all he cannot contain himself he's just he continues to be a problem and that's because he knows he's got these two old ass people that he lives in a house with and they're not they're not great when it comes to dealing with these things they're just not (laughs) and you the thing is you have to start at the beginning so many people love to try to to switch it up when they become teenagers nope you got to start that shit from day one you cannot expect a relationship to evolve between two people now you want to sit and talk to them after 14 years or not 14 as well but you know what i mean of belittling or berating and not treating them like individuals and then when they when you need them to open up to you you're like oh i don't understand <laughs> oh but yeah that's what i'm fearing because now she's talking about i'm gonna have to deal with them because britney's gonna deal with them during the week and britney's not she's better because she was there from the beginning she was taking care of them and i'm not And they love to come to my house. It's not that they show me respect. Because he was making that little noise. And I said look. You make that noise one more time. You will be standing in the corner. (laughs) I'm not about to hit you. Nor am I going to give you a lecture. I'm just going to punish you. I'm going to take something away. And you're going to be the one standing in that corner looking stupid. I I don't have the the energy or the care to do so. (laughs) I already go back and forth with my daughter. And it's a long. It's very. You have to be patient. And now he just, he's out and he's trying to get sex. His penis is it's his hormones, man. It's what they do. I'm looking at my mom I'm like, you know, Josh fucking, his namesake, lost it at 10 years old. He's 12 and he's still holding on to his V card. Because black men, they're just, whew, they are hot to trot. And then that culture is so, like, we, that the, what to look up to as black men is not it, looking around they are not many mo- role models. They're just not around. So it's kind of like I get what she's trying to say. But that's what you get. Because you didn't want him hanging out with the girls. About, oh, he's going to be a sissy. Y'all y'all put too much thought into stupid ass, old ass ideas. And instead of teaching your men how to like, oh, you didn't want him to grow up like his father? Guess what? Yeah, did everything to make sure he grew up exactly like his father. So congratulations. Uh... But I, I don't know how I, I feel jump in the middle of that shit. I don't <laughs> But I'm going to have to. I'm going to have to. And he'll talk because I'll make them. I'm like, I'm not the same. I'm like, I'll tell you. You just have to be able to deal with children. Like I said, it starts as treating like, like an individual from the beginning. <laughs> not put them in a certain mindset. I'm doing a Halloween party. I don't believe in trick-or-treating. I didn't trick or treat even when I was a kid. I just, I, I the thought of going up to random people asking for candy, yeah, I guess, I always just felt really uh, fucking weird. And <laughs> other than when my daughter was a little, you know, when we were in a community where I knew everyone, you think I'm about to have her trick or treating in the hood? Absolutely not. And then I don't want to go into the suburbs. You don't want to just go to the nice neighborhoods. You don't really know any. No, 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 no. Not these times. <laughs> Maybe it used to be like that 10 years ago. Things The bar, the the battle lines have been drawn. Uh, What else? I really want some buffalo wings right now. Now that you mentioned them. I chuckled when you're like, how you know? He don't know how to cook. Talking about the dentist. No, we went like, she did take us. I will say she did take us once when I was a teenager. (laughs) And I don't even understand because she had free insurance from the fucking state. So I'm like, that's just laziness on they don't like going to the doctor. They don't like taking you to the doctor. They don't like doing checkups. What is up with that? We do have a problem in our community with fucking going to the doctor. And getting the appropriate care. <laughs> Unless something is absolutely horribly horrifically long. Just why are we cheap as fuck? But you can't be cheap with free medical care. And she got all types of. She had everything the government could offer. With her five damn kids. And three more she had to raise. So I don't find any. I don't have any leniency for why she didn't. Funny thing is. My uh. Maya's dad, he always takes her to the dentist every time. He's, he's, he's like upset with the fucking dentist. She gotta get braces. Um, it's not that I wouldn't take her to the dentist at all, but man, she goes like twice a year <laughs> for her cleanings. That is just definitely a Caucasian thing. Uh, they go to the dentist and we, we just don't. It's like, ah, oh, I got a fever. Sweat it out. Turn up the heat. Make you some chicken noodle soup. Throw some cayenne pepper in there. Your ass is not getting even no cough medicine. Like, damn, guys. Why are we like this? Girl, my mama made me pay rent, too. It wasn't, but this is the worst thing. She made me pay it when I was 15. 15, 16, 17, 18. 18, I said, bitch, I've been paying you so much rent. I might as well move the fuck out and not have to hear your mouth. Because you keep calling me a slut every time I come in. And I'm like, dude, I'm 18. I got my own car I got two fucking jobs like I don't understand why you were demeaning my person just because I came in the house the next morning respectfully you know not in the middle of the night because I stayed over my boyfriend's house I don't get it but no I started paying $400 when I was 15 a month my cousin had to do the same thing and you're right why the fuck no one else in the house have to do it my cousin, he, when he had to do it, though, he just quit his job. He said, fuck it, I'm not doing it. Then he kept getting fired from jobs from stealing from the registers. So there's that. Um, <laughs> but she got constant paychecks from me. Constant paychecks from me she doing all that fucking money that's why i never got with my mother how did you how do you get so much in your pocket but you never have anything to account for it and you never did anything your bill's still over like i had to be convinced that there was a drug habit going on (laughs) and something i just did not get but i honestly think it just all went to herself it all went to what they wanted to do secretly away from their children they don't like you there should be a balance man you don't need to sacrifice everything for your children no but wow like what the fuck did you do with that month to this day i'm still i still ask I, go, I don't get it i don't get it i can literally write you a list and then she'll walk over to me talking about i need to talk about my finances i'm like motherfucker, what <laughs> we are in two different categories completely Like, I actually have to buy food. It's fucking annoying. So, I know all those feelings that you're feeling of how expensive food is. It's so annoying. So, every time I go in there. Walmart. What is up with Walmart? They didn't have any water today. Except for that nasty ass deer Park. Like What? What is up with the trucks? That's starting to be disconcerting to me. Because we are a nation in which um, our supplies are immediate. Like we don't hold on to shit. So, if, like, trucks and stuff don't show up after a day or so, you can run out of food on the shelves very quickly. And the fact that they keep giving pe- people with food stamps, they just keep doubling up on their cards. Like, they're giving, the government is giving a lot. So, they was just talking to me at the gas station, talking about the gas went up because they try to get their stimulus money back. I'm like, <laughs> that's probably true, old-ass white woman. I was like, I feel you, you woke uh but yeah that that's very much it so that part of me is like <laughs> you're in that middle end zone where you're like i still gotta pay all this fucking money for all my shit she's nice she give me like 50 bucks but i'm like i know you got 500 dollars. who needs that much food she coming out looking skinnier and skinnier and she thinks it's a great thing I don't have the heart to tell her it's because you're stressing the fuck out. You ain't got weight loss because you're looking healthy. But she really wants to look skinny. So I'm giving it to her if it makes you happy. And I think uh, that concludes. Other than our parents are definitely the same way. Being all violent and shit. (laughs) Be fucking you all up. Like what the fuck? Sounds just like my childhood. Jumping in the middle of y'all damn fights getting all fucked up. Like who's the adult in this situation? Why do I have to be the adult here? Why are you trying to hit that boy with a whole ass wooden chair? Why do I have to smack you in your face and then you beat me up just so? I don't think I ever got beat up. I think I got beat up, but I never felt being beat up. Because <laughs> one year I told you about Shira. One year oh, I was a rap. It's a whole damn rap. So we do have feedback from Shy. And we did go way over in this podcast, but I don't care, it's mine. <laughs> we actually had things to talk about this week, so if we do, we'll go over. I literally only have 15 minutes worth of things, but hey, commentary. So, let's hear what she has to say. <laughs>
1: that it's me shy i am here to give my feedback for your jones chronicle um your hypersensitive episode the last one i wanted to make sure i got my feedback in because i really enjoyed that one a lot as well um you were speaking my language i i did vote on that um and uh, i was of course i was like it was like my immediate reaction Was it say? No, I'm not sensitive. But then again, maybe that was a response because I'm sensitive. (laughs) Um, I don't know about, you know, in regards to me, I don't know about being hypersensitive, but very sensitive, I would say. I would think if it wasn't, I think if it wasn't for me joining the military, I would be lean more towards the hypersensitive. But I think my military experience has move me out of some of that stuff that I probably would have been in otherwise. Anyway, I'll get into that. Well, first thing first, I did want to say um uh, sorry about your aunt. I hope things um work out um well that you get good news on that and it's not what you all think it is. So, um hopefully that works out. Um <clears throat> I will say I'm with you on the <laughs> The stories uh, that you were talking about in your feedback to me about um, the black people, the stories that we're Hollywood is telling about black people. I'm over all that stuff, too. I can't remember the last time I watched um, a movie or TV show about slavery or whatever the case may be. I'm just I am I am ready to see more of our story out there there's so much more to our history than slavery and i'm wishing someone would be so bold and so kind as to take that on and and talk about those things and push for those things in hollywood because we weren't just slaves um so yeah so looking forward to that as for the sense hypersensitive i will say you know i in regards to all that that smells is definitely a big one for me i have a strong gag reflex when it comes to smells so any strong nasty orders um i end up gagging i can't handle it it just can't i just can't i've never been able to uh i can go all day on telling you stories about that ness um this is a thing that i've had to you when you were talking about work around things this is one of them because I have three boys and it would drive me nuts if I um, let this get to me because, yeah, I like things a certain way and I kinda, I've i calmed down through the years over this um, because my, my version of clean and my kids' version of clean is just not going to be the same version. So um, I used to really get on them about it, but I've calm down over the years because, you know, I'll just drive myself nuts because they just don't clean the way I think it should be cleaned. Um, I don't suffer from any anxiety. Uh, so those types of things, um, don't apply to me in that regard. Um, uh, the depleted, um, feeling depleted at the end of the day of a busy day. Yes. I'm sure if, Y'all have heard me talk about that numerous times. You know, my brain just starts to shut down. I mean, it really does. If It's a really hectic day with a lot of stuff going on and a lot of decision making, a lot of reading, a lot of assessing. um, By the end of the day, I'm just done. I can't, I just go in my room and just (laughs) hibernate because it's just a lot and I, I need to rejuvenate. And so um yeah it's just the way it is i do notice everything um as well and mo- uh, that helps me with my job that i have um and uh yeah so that's a that's a plus for me i do notice the exits and that probably part of being hypersensitive and part be, you know military experience training that you know just one of the things we have to that train to do um crier yes I can I'm just the weirdest person when it comes to crying um in in real life situations I can maintain my composure but yeah get me to watch a sad movie or whatever some sad storyline and I'm boohooing all day long so um yeah it's very hard for me (laughs) to uh yeah I'm like I know it's fake but it's got me of you know that about me. I think I've said that numerous times uh, in my feedback. Um, yeah, unfortunately, I mean, I would prefer not to have conflict, but um, I don't avoid it, avoid it because a part of big part of my job deals with conflict, conflict resolution and all that stuff. So I would rather not, but it's, uh, it's such a part of my day-to-day life that it just is what it is. Uh, I am a simmerer, just like you were saying <laughs> in that one. Uh, but it depends on the situation. Some things I uh, can be very vocal with, and some things I will, I'll sit on and just make sure that if I'm going to express whatever it is I'm not happy about or thinking about, that it's it comes out a certain way. Um, but yeah, I. But when I was younger, I was big time simmerer. I would just sit on stuff, especially with my ex-husband it it was bad you know and I would but I would end up exploding it would end up coming out um, in a way that was emotional and just yeah so I've learned over time to be different or handle that differently I am a deep thinker so yes I could sit and think about all kinds of things and you know contemplate stuff and so Yes, I can go in a rabbit hole of epic proportions <laughs> sometimes. So, and yes, I do think about the should's and could'ves and would'ves and all that stuff. Just like I was talking to you guys offline about this interview that I had. And of course, after the interview, I'm like, oh, I should have said this. I should have said that. Oh, I could have expended on this. I could. So, yeah, I go into that or I should have done this better done that better. Um, but I've gotten better at giving myself permission to, you know, you know, make mistakes or not know everything. I'm human, so I'm gonna forget, I'm gonna overlook something. It's just the way it is. So, um, I don't live in regrets, I've learned not to do that um, when I was younger. I did, but um, I don't anymore. But that's something I had to learn through time, not something I just automatically did. Because, as you were saying, you know, you learn from things, you know, even the, the good, the bad, the ugly it all makes you who you are and that's what i've learned to understand or i've come to understand and accept about um, life so it's not something that i think about too much anymore not that i want to make mistakes i just know it's just going to happen we're all human yeah i can make decisions i have i mean because that's part of my job making decisions and uh, and so i've it's just something in in the military the same way so it's something that you know i just had no choice to do as i moved up in rank it's just you become more part of the decision-making process so i've learned to understand that i'm a workaholic perfectionist i didn't know that about myself either until it was pointed out to me um not too long ago not in the military because they expect this type of perfectionist mentality in the military but once i got out and certain things happened in my new job that it was like, man, you know, it's okay too. And it's like, I was just harder on myself and they were like, oh, this is good. And I'm like, really? I could do so much better. I am sensitive to alcohol. It doesn't take much for me to get intoxicated. So it's, yeah, I, I don't drink that much, but when I do, yeah, it's, 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 it's funny. Yeah, change is not hard for me. Obviously, military life, you know, I'm always changing, you know, living here and living there, even before that. So I've learned to, that's one of the other things I've learned to work around, just like you were saying. Yes, overachiever, workaholic, all that stuff. Yeah, I don't, I I suck up negativity too. That's why I avoid it. That's why I don't go on social media that much, because it is built on a lot of negativity. And I've learned to... Remove myself from that a lot um, because I do take some of that on. It's, I'm very sensitive to that. Yes, I suck at sleeping. I easily wake up at noises, um, and it's hard for me to stay asleep. Um, so yeah, that's definitely one that I, that gets me. I didn't feel I growing up, um, but yeah, I do remember, you know, as an adult, you know, hearing too sensitive, too emotional. And I didn't like that either. That that burned me to no end. When especially my ex, he would say that a lot, and that would just, ugh. Anyway, but yeah, I was a shy kid um, growing up, very shy, very quiet. I've learned to grow out of that. You know, the military forced that out of me. So um, but I'm still rather be in the background more so than in the front, in the um, in the spotlight. So that's just me. So I could go on, but that, I, uh, my 10 minutes is up. So that's all I got. Great podcast, really enjoyed it. Until next time, much love, peace, and Black Girl Magic, Queen of the Couch, Shy.
0: That was our baby cake, Shy. Uh, so unfortunately with my aunt, uh, it's not good news. So she'll be going into surgery. Um, it, it's, uh, yeah, it's rather devastating. For her. I mean, she I mean she's probably the one of the most successful women <laughs> in the uh, in the family right now. I mean, yeah, women, because you know, my Uncle Jeffrey's pretty successful. Uh and I think from there you pretty much have me next. Um, and then from there, I guess, uh Muff. <laughs> my second sister. So, um, yeah it's uh it's really hard for her because you know my grandma went through it and now she has to go through it my grandma's not really the most touchy feely type of (laughs) supportive figure so uh, it's just a lot for her It's a lot for anyone. I mean, you're living your life, you're getting your best life too, and she just bought this really lovely house. She's got like a three-figure fucking deal just uh, for her company. I she's just a good person overall, and it's really sad to see, you know, this befall her family after so much over the last few years um and i I missed when i was saying another uh yeah my grandma has lost two of her children actually um i did forget about my other aunt who passed away from COVID. so um it's uh it's just so much on top of what already has happened very recently and because it was 35 years before anything happened prior to that i think it's just they're trying to find their way and I, i think that's um you know, how we process trauma. How do we deal with it? My mom has a tendency to curl into a ball and it's just the world's caving in. And I'm not saying that's a wrong thing to feel, but I definitely process trauma differently. Maybe because I just grew up with it. <laughs> and um, it just, you know, i am just a different type of person but we've already exhausted that topic about the differences between me and most of my family member my daughter is getting anxiety she's it's something that's just passed down it's so crazy to me how many things she does that is exactly like me it's like kind of creepy (laughs) um but yeah unfortunately she picked up on the anxiety thing and of course when people are talking about it they love they they don't try to go temper it like oh that might make you feel bad you know oh they just got it from you (laughs) as if you did something wrong to get it they know it's just you gotta explain that it's just your brain it's the brain chemistry it took someone with a degree to explain it to me and to understand it's not something you did wrong or something that's Wrong about a lot of people deal with it. People just don't talk about it or they don't get help for it. It's not that it doesn't exist or it's not prevalent in society, that's the difference between it. And I'm like, no, uh, and we discuss it at work too. I love the conversations I have that more, I believe, younger people are starting to have those conversations. Like, "Eh, we're not gonna just bottle everything up and fucking explode in the worst type of place. If you're watching For All Mankind, I talk about that a lot and seeing how people how those next generations and how we've taught people or taught our parents anyway, or our parents been taught by their parents how to deal with these type of emotions and most of them have been unhealthy which is why you have things like alcoholism on the rise and drug use and all these other things people don't think that they come from a very um you know natural because it's not a lot of things in the world if you really think about aren't natural aren't you know crime violence uh again go watch some george carlin (laughs) he breaks it down so much better uh about all the things that are put around people to think about or worry about so living with being an anxious person living with anxiety is kind of part of it it's just how you cope right and people cope in different ways uh, without even knowing that that's what they're coping for but uh, she has a lot of successful mechanisms for helping her anxiety something i never did have Uh, so that's one part that i love that i'm able to give to her is, you know, you need to get a stress ball. You need to do some straws. Um, the little, uh, Kaden. He really does have, and I'm mad at my mom. She really doesn't give him anything because she won't do it. But she's the legal custodian parent. So what can I do? But I'm like, no, you need to go ahead and let him get the medication. He's, he's, yeah, it, it's not his fault. His mom did drugs when she was pregnant with him. It's, it's not but you can't have him and you constantly like he is so much so much he will ask you something 14 times back to back to back to back to back can i, ask more? Can I ask more? can i do this, can I do this? he's over hyper he's very 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 hyper and it's exhausting for the parent but she's like well i don't want him to be a zombie i'm like but he doesn't need to be a zombie that's you can tweak the things you can work with it Stop going to the worst case scenario and stop thinking about the benefit. And I, I know it's a testy conversation, especially when you're that young. But he's not young anymore. He's, like, he's getting to the point where he's not able to sit with the regular kids. And you don't want him to feel isolated. Because you're not giving him the tools and the things that he needs to get successful. He's very antsy. And uh, I got him one of the little cubes. And Mama was like, he still kept that cue, you know? He really kept on to it. I'm like, yeah, because it, it helps. It really does help. You've got to give him things to help him. And stop ignoring the problem or being ashamed of it. That's another issue, is the shame we put when you have a mental handicap or an emotional handicap uh, or a physical handicap. Black community is terrible with that. Terrible. Um so yeah (laughs) into that conversation and i'll be crying all the time if it's really emotional when naomi almost died let me tell you something i couldn't the first five times i watched even fan reactions and people were crying i'd be tearing up like i can't watch this (laughs) so i heard some things or when iris when they had when the music came on and she was doing her vows i was like fuck blubbering mess (laughs) <laughs> but some things, believe it or not, in real life, I'm like, oh, everybody's crying, I'm not, i like, I felt bad yesterday, my mom came over, she's all really sad, and I didn't even give her a hug, but it was more like, I again, I tell you all the time, I have male traits, where I was like, okay, you need money, here's some money, you need this, you need a phone, here's the phone, I'm more like, the doer, and not the emotional, just, learn, because I don't want to get sucked in, I don't want to get sucked into that, I want to be in that same place with you. And I, it's funny because I don't hold on to anything, including at work anymore. I'm just very blunt with my boss. I'm like, we need to talk. Now, you're just going to hear me vent. I don't need you to fix anything. I'm just telling you how I feel. I'm not saying what I feel is right. I just need you to listen. And that's how I do if I have an issue with a coworker, which I do have an issue with this one coworker. And he just laughs and listens. And I tell them like you don't have to solve Everything you just need to Listen and it's not even that It's going to be a problem tomorrow it's you Just solved it by listening So definitely do That if you feel the need if you're one of those People like me that just needs To like I'm going to feel better for express myself I don't need to be right I just Need to be validated in this Moment of hey you feel the way You feel Um and I think that's about it on this podcast this week so if you want to send any feedback for our next Jones Chronicles, I am gonna put a poll out there not a poll poll but like an actual written one that if you have topics that you would like for me to delve into or do some research on or so on and so forth uh, put them out there on the Twitters my social media will be below email black or couch at gmail.com you can send things in written or audio format uh all my social medias as stated will be there remember to like share subscribe until next time peace hair grease and blacker magic